All right, guys, welcome to the 12th episode of The Gentleman's Breakfast. This is, of course, Pump Fake, joined by Seamus, and we have special, special guest here in the studio today, our first ever guest on the show. It's still a mystery. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to introduce myself. I'd like, I'd like to welcome The Zone to the studio. <laughs> Um, it could be anybody. Yeah, really appreciate you joining us here, and excited to have you here for this discussion of absolutely fucking nothing. It's interesting. The zone called the the studio shithole. Yeah, it used to be his. Well, what oh, would you call I, it? I'm actually currently <laughs> sitting on what used to be my bed. Yeah, uh, for three months. Yeah. Three months of my life, I lived on this deflated, uh, taupe, brown, stained, disgusting couch. <laughs> Uh, so it's good to be back home. Yeah. Well, uh, I'd like to clarify for people that our couch isn't inflatable, but open to interpretation. I said it was deflated, yeah. uh, which it looks deflated. It looks like a, like a balloon at a party. But part of it is uh, still home, though. You immediately you immediately went over to that part of the, the couch. and I gravitated it. towards it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sunk in. Like I said, it's home. This, a lot of memories were made here. I put down a sheet when I slept on it, though. Uh, I kept it clean. Did you put anything down besides a sheet on that couch? I had a sheet, a pillow. No, I think we're and, more concerned uh, about bodily fluids. Oh, did I put any? <laughs> no, there was no love happening okay. <laughs> during this period of my Shocking. life. Shocking. Yeah. Because I find that girls really just come running for this place. This, they love it. There's, there's a special enchantment about this apartment they, things they, really just dry up they a- actually couch. ask if you know we can spend more time on the couch versus going back into my room which has like a hole <laughs> well, i have like a hole in my bed and all kinds of other things I s- which I've you know seen your look, room i didn't know it was possible to be messier Seamus, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it really, is yeah. I've, I've shown that that's really a science experiment in there to see if that was possible i think it's been confirmed so we can probably clean up the lab but it's um yeah, I mean, Seamus tried to throw some shit on you there for uh, calling your old home a shithole, but uh, there's no question in my mind that you've promoted from this. Um, I live in a, a little bit nicer place <laughs> yeah, yeah. than this. Yeah. Well, you, you, you also live with a woman, which we'll get into later, which I'm sure has a big effect on your living standards, condition, quality, right. bodily right. fluid output, all those kinds of things. You have to up your standard Yeah. yeah. for her sake. Um, but you know, I, yeah, I, I still continue to live in this condition despite the fact that I'm now entering my 29th year uh, on this fucking rock. Spent the evening, uh, in Syracuse, New York, going to a meeting, driving, you know, racing in the rental car to get to the airport as I always do. Was this on your birthday? Screaming at the top of my lungs at a United Airlines representative, several United Airlines representatives actually informing a woman, if you don't let me on this plane, it's just because you don't want to. There's literally no reason for you to not let me on this plane. You were doing this on the phone, or you are doing this actually at No, the this airport? is in person. I'm standing over the woman yelling at her. Wait, why? Were you late? I don't even... I may or may not have been a couple minutes late. <laughs> this, is at, this is at the gate. This is, where, where were it's you? It's a 7.20 p.m. flight. I show up at 6, you know, 52, mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm two minutes into the 30-minute block there, and the woman must have said 85 times, the flight's restricted. And I'm like, look, I, how many more times are you going to say that? I get that the flight's restricted. Do you get that I'm trying to figure out how to work around that? Have you gotten that part yet? <laughs> how did she respond to that? Not well. So then she called her supervisor and like, so if you work in the airline industry, I expect you to be able to explain this scenario pretty quickly, right? Like, 
this guy's trying to check in, hasn't made it through security, the flight's within the 30-minute window. Mind you, while, while I was yelling at her, the flight got delayed 40 minutes. So then I started yelling at her. But did you her. know, like, did you know it was already delayed? Yeah, I got a notification on my phone. So then I started yelling at her more. I'm like, this flight's not taking off for an hour, right? Ooh. Like, How did she respond to that? She said, sir, I don't know when the flight's going to take off. And I'm like, I know that you don't. I'm telling you right now the flight's going to take off in an hour. I can show it to you right here. And she called her supervisor and made a half-assed attempt to try to get me through, and that did not work. So then I retreated back to my rental car and went and shoved a large pla- a family-sized platter of barbecue into my face there in Syracuse, which was very high quality. So then your flight was how much later? It was the following morning at 6 a.m., which I prompt. didn't make this flight? Yeah, which I promptly slept okay. through the 6 a.m. flight and made the <laughs> noon flight, and instead of getting in at 1 o'clock in the morning, San Francisco time, I got in at 7 p.m. And this is all on your birthday? Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, I was going to say, that's I mean, pretty I, much how you expect your 29th birthday to go. Yeah. As a 29-year-old man. I don't want to have any you illusions. Shouldn't, you shouldn't tell anybody it's your birthday. Then you shouldn't expect special nope. treatment. No, nope. There's no fairy tales, no unicorns here. You did know. You, did you appreciate the people that did text you that day? Of course I do. I I, I liked what you had to say. You, you're thoughtful. You know. You put some heart into it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate having the zone here to you know kind of commemorate it on the show. But why but, didn't like instead of just being an aggressive asshole, right, with the flight attendant or the whatever lady? Why wouldn't you just be like, you know what? I flew out here to see my father. He's definitely sick with cancer. I don't have time. I have to get this. Well, the thing is, I I never lie to these people. And I always start very nice. And then generally what happens is... Yeah, but then you go straight dickhead, which never works out Well, because what what, what happens is they say some (laughs) stupid shit like, the flight's restricted, there's nothing I can do. And then I'll try nice one more time, and then they'll just say, the flight's restricted, there's nothing that, that I can do. Then, in that scenario, there's two options that I have. I can either turn around and walk out the door, yeah, which gives me a 0% chance of getting on the flight. Mm-hmm. Or I can take that bitch to DEFCON 1 <laughs> and start yelling and throwing shit, in which case there's maybe a 20 or 30% chance that I get on the flight. <laughs> right? There's another... I'm always going to take option 2 on that. I'm never going to see any of those people again. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm on a do not fly list in Syracuse now. Because I also, when I arrived the following morning, I yelled at them as well because the guy gave me shit for my... ID saying Jacob and my plane ticket saying Jake. No way. Yeah. Yeah, they almost didn't let me through for Shamos and Shamos. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty pretty infuriating. Yeah. That they, is that a thing you can't use what like if you're these places William, they just have a bunch off. of fucking rules and no one knows the right rules. And what pissed me off the most is when they talk to you about it, they talk to you as if you've never flown. You're like yeah. take a look at the tape there, buddy. Okay, I've got like I've got, profile, I've, I've got though? like 70 segments this year, right? <laughs> and almost every single one of them, I've flown ID Jacob, plane ticket Jake. And yeah. somehow it's worked out every time. And you know what? Sometimes I throw a couple extra tubes of full-size toothpaste in my bag just for shits and gigs. <laughs> just like there's no rules. There's knives in my bag. There's all kinds of shit. They're, like the facade of security that they present there is so frustrating. They but. hardly ever catch that shit too, which is... I had a a keychain that had if you pop it out it was like a little combination Gerber like bottle topper and you could actually switch it out and it had an exacto blade in it. It's not a big blade, 
Yeah. It can do damage, though. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. an X-Acto number yeah. 11 blade. It's the same blade that's used in most, like, X-Acto, like, architecture. You go waving that thing around use. the back, and no one's asking, yeah. you, asking you for $6 for a Bud Light. It's, like, it's what I use. <laughs> it's the same yeah. blade that I use, like, in architecture school to build models. And it could... It, it stings when you cut yourself with it. You can take off a little bit of skin. Yeah, it's done a lot of damage to so, paper. I'm, I'm just sure saying, I flew probably a dozen times with that in my pocket through TSA, no through problems. the body scanner, like all that shit. Never said a word until one time. I was actually already through it, and the woman's like, What? What do you got there? What do you got there? <laughs> what do you got there, big guy? And I was like, oh, oh, this little guy? I wouldn't worry about this little guy. <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. But sure enough, she's like, Oh, unfold it. Luckily, the blade just pops out. I was able to get away, but it was just like, eh, well, don't bring that through the next time. But um, that's how serious. Speaking of getting old, I mean, at what age did you guys realize? And it's probably it come to Jesus moment in the last eighteen months or so that we are old, like amongst younger people. So a couple coworkers, yeah. a coworker of mine, I sit next to, a very nice girl, invited me to a concert on Thursday night, and I'm like, mm. what's the name of the artist? Duke Dumont. No idea yeah, who that yeah, is. Yeah, no that means nothing to me. Yeah. I just know French. that it's at the Warfield. I'll go. So there's like a pregame, you know, party, you know, some party favors, whatever, right? Getting excited for the event. And it's almost like, well, this oh, is... Oh, some, some party favors were involved? There were some party favors. You left that out when you like, told me the story. Like a little bag with like bubble gum and like a little yeah. blower. Yeah. yeah. Some noisemakers. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Somewhere so, else. I mean, that's, you know, we're kind of doing the pregame and... This is new to me, this whole, uh, you know, house music or whatever this is. And you almost catch yourself like you're an 8-year-old kid trying to hang out the 10-year-olds, except it's the reverse, right? I'm the 29 trying to hang out the 25-year-olds. Yeah. So they do some, you know, some party favors. We walk into the concert. Well, to be clear, they're also the 25-year-olds trying to hang out with the 19-year-olds because house music, adults have no business listening to. And when you go in there, if it's an all-ages event, all ages will be represented, and you'll see 18-year-olds not even drinking anything, get doing weird shit. I'm going to be honest. It was an older demographic for most concerts. Yeah. Majority of people were somewhere between 24 and 28. Yeah. It was older than I thought. We get in there, and then you just see a million Elaine Bennises dancing their faces off, right? Just crazy, weird. Her last people. name's Bennis? In the show? Yeah, you didn't know that? Elaine Bennis, yeah. Bennis? I'm, I'm fucking embarrassed. So people now. are just dancing. Now I'm picturing like a it's curly, like a curly-headed Jewish woman. Yeah, yeah and just cut and rug. Yeah. And they're they're dancing Punches so fast. Kicks. They're just like they're sweating bullets. Yeah. Like after the first song, these I'm like, hey, you guys want to drink? Like, they just sweated out all the booze and all the things they just put into yep. themselves. Wow. I'm like, is this what I have to do? So I I quickly <laughs> rush over to the bar. You know, a couple shots, a couple vodka sodas, a few more party favors, and I, you know I'm doing the dancing now. This story is giving me anxiety. Because <laughs> <laughs> all that you're right thinking right. about is how dehydrated they probably are. All I'm thinking about is, wow, I could never do that. Yeah. Ever. I have no desire to do that. I mean, I, I sampled it. I did it. Um, but you felt peer pressured into it, basically. <laughs> I mean, I was like, so I have to dance like an idiot. Yeah. The only way I'm going to dance like an idiot is if I put more shit in my body. Mm-hmm. But you realize this sensation yeah. that you had, like... Everyone else says that they're having fun. I feel like I need to have fun. This for you was like at a very high intensity house music event. So I get that because it's a, above your common level. You realize that's how I feel 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right? I want to just kind of just no. chill, right? Yeah. And then people like you love to come hot out of the gates and be like, oh, what are you doing with your life? And then start saying more and progressively more aggressive things to me, to me to try to get me to do whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. 
Yeah. This you is how I feel all the time. A night like that is a recipe for, in my eyes. What? Uh, it STDs. takes me a lot to get into the mindset where that can happen. But that type of environment is the environment where I become the zone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, there, I'm... you hit uh, like a wall where you're like, this night can go one of two ways. Either <laughs> I'm going to like Irish goodbye, I'm just going to peel off, go home, because I can't keep up with this. Yeah. Or, and this is when the zone <laughs> happens, you're like, further in. I need to aggressively drink, probably take some drugs, and just slip on into the other world. Yeah, like, yeah. Put on my other... Go into the bathroom, Clark Kent, throw on my cape, <laughs> yeah. come out a superhero that night. Yeah. Uh, I, I won't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> but other people will. But I love hearing the story. I've seen it happen. It's, like, we were at, um, wait, wait, we're, we're at Audio? Is that the place with the music and... Again, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> this is all... But I saw it literally... He's as much a part of the story as the listeners are. <laughs> it's no, literally I, I like a light it. switch. We're there, everybody's hanging out, you know, you have two beers in your hand, and then, I'm telling you, it's just, it's just snapped in you, and then... You're in the zone, and then you're just tearing up the rug. Yep. I mean, girls love your moves. Girls <laughs> um, <laughs> your moves. Yeah. And it was yeah. just amazing to see the transformation. I'm like, how does he get there so quickly? I was jealous of it. I'm like, because I got to sit in this this fucking sweat box for another hour. I mean, hopefully you haven't had a proper dinner. That always helps get you there faster. <laughs> well, when when the zone is drinking. when the zone is fully engaged too, you look like we could lock you in a like a white room. Just no door or anything <laughs> by yourself, and you would be having a blast. Yeah. I probably could, but yeah. it's dangerous. It's dangerous because, <laughs> one, I don't remember what I do when I'm yeah. in a state of mind. And two, yeah. it's dangerous because I know I've committed felonies <laughs> in a state look, of mind, too. That's, let's not state that for the record, but yeah. It's, or may or may not have committed felonies. Icarus. Yeah. Get a little too close to the sun there on the on those occasions. You're playing a dangerous <laughs> game. Dangerous game. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. So do you think those days well, are gone now? I mean, now that yeah, you're what pretty domesticated you these days. transition to. I, I used to say it was uh, once quarterly I would have. Yeah, fair enough. These events. Now it's, it's few, few and far in between. Yeah. Uh, now, even more so. Uh, it still happens, though. Mm-hmm. Try to try to limit it, though. Don't don't like to show the current girlfriend that that side of myself. Yeah. Has she never seen the zone? I don't think she's ever seen the zone. Are you? I serious? I, uh, no, I don't. How think, long uh, has this been going on for? It's been this a year, a little over a, a year. So the zone's it's been a full off, calendar year. The zone's been off for a full year, or she's just never been around. When the case she's, has been put on. She's, I think it's happened at, at least once, and she was nowhere. She was gone. She yeah. was out. The zone wasn't out for the wedding? You but kept it, it like classy a, for that? Surprisingly, yeah. I started to go zone, and then Logan... better of it. Logan actually caught me. He clowned me out on the dance floor. Yeah. Where I was freak dancing. He said, Grandma was watching. Or some, somebody. He clowned me out, yeah. and I, I caught myself. He's a real fucking Debbie Downer. He's... He can definitely do shit like that. He's no, he about tell you, who's got hey tamed. man, yeah, hey man, you really need to rein it in. Oh, really? Last time I watched a football game with you, I'm pretty sure I saw your dick, which I've never seen from anyone else. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen the zone do that. Yeah, the zone's never done. But he's the one that needs to. He's really tamed it, it down, like though. I used to say, <clears throat> and this was truth. I've seen Logan Welly's dick more than I've seen my own dick. <laughs> 
Um, but do you Which think isn't the case? Anymore. What are the benefits? <laughs> what are the good and bad? I mean, look, of, as of, a result of potential, you know, implications of him probably exposing himself to Myers at some point in time, we're probably going to have to figure out a way to beep that out. And that's really beyond our fucking audio, ed- audio editing standards. So. But, but Warren, what would you say? What, what's the benefits of living having a female uh, roommate? Is your laundry done? Everything smells a little bit nicer, right? Okay. So, usually, this ideally in any roommate situation, you're helping keep each other cleaner because you're constantly monitoring. Oh, if I, if this person left Reciprocity. this shit out yeah. or whatever dirty, then I would be pissed. Therefore, sure. I'm going to clean up my sure. stuff. So it kind of helps you yeah. be cleaner. She does the laundry. Uh, folds it too? Most, mostly. Uh-huh. Mostly does the laundry, mostly folds it. Define mostly, because that's really an all or none kind of situation. So we... She does like 90% of it, and then like, she won't, she won't like, put it in my drawers for me. It won't be like restocked. Like it's not... Have you ever, ever tried happened. to hint that she should do that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not happening. Put it out there. I will tell you though, I think I do... I'm more domesticated than she is. I'm. She doesn't cook. Ooh, ooh yeah, that's a big that's one. It's not a good sign. Have, have you like tried to hint to her like maybe you should learn this craft? It's not a hint at this point. I've very blatantly said, "Look, you're gonna need to <laughs> learn how to do this. <laughs> do this," and she just stonewalls me. It's not happening. She doesn't do anything. Like when she, she cooks, make, does she cook like her other got, friend makes a bowl of beans, corn, okay. so she's black like, bean, just throws in a thing and calls it a meal? She's like that, right? So she's very, she's very slender. She's very fit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like for her, a meal, she's like, ooh, I want something for dinner. How about quinoa? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, that's a side dish. Like, what else are we talking here? By the way, I'm a gro- no, I'm, I'm a grown ass man, and if you showed me quinoa in its raw form, I could not pick it out of a yeah, you could. out of a lineup. I don't think. Yeah, I think it what the like, fuck is that? It looks like grain, like it's not tiny little, little like, pearls. But what does it look like in the ground? Oh, I have no. That's idea. what I'm saying. Uh, I have no idea where that shit comes from. Well, it it's comes, a mystery. It's like from uh, this is like white people food. Yeah, but like it's, to the it's gone up. It like, just came out like four or five x in the last. Eight, or, yeah. eight years or It's so. kind of, yeah, it's really saturated the market, but, yeah. I mean, talk about quinoa five years ago? Yeah. yeah. Ten years ago? <laughs> I don't think so. That's some cutting edge shit. Yeah, well, this is cutting edge. But I, I think what you're getting at here is, you know, in a symbiotic relationship like that, you got to bring one of two things to the table. You got to either be hunting and gathering, mm-hmm. or you got to be, you know, helping with the domestic side of things. Yeah. Now, both parties could be hunting and gathering. Both parties can't be helping with the domestic side of things. Can I go on another rant here? Yeah, yeah. Please do, please do. Okay. (laughs) So, in addition to being very uh, petite, I mean, she's very thin. She's also very petite. She's a petite woman. Sure. Just can't can't lift anything. Can't pull her own weight, is what (laughs) I'm just saying. Like, you know, you would hope that a smaller creature such as herself was like an ant. Like, she could lift eight times her body weight. (laughs) Not even close. Yeah. Like every everything that's like above like eye level for me, I have to like pull it from the shelf for her. It's mm-hmm. a lot of help. It's a lot of assistance. Yeah. yeah. And I find that to be. Why don't you buy like a stool or something? <laughs> yeah, she didn't like. She rejected that idea. <laughs> she you, you proposed it. 
Yeah, I actually you gotta step in. Found it insulting. Yeah, I think she's insulted by this. Uh, but she'd rather just have you use it as yeah. you know her personal. A lot of work. Kid. Look, I come home from a long day of work, and then it's there's, there's no other, meal. There's other work. There's yeah. no, no meal. meal on the table. That's that's definitely not happening. Is she, does she grocery shop for you? Again, no. Like th- this is making her look bad. <laughs> what can we just bad. let's step back and level set here? What benefits <laughs> are you getting? She's lovely. She's nice to look at. Okay. Uh, she she's a great companion. She has many fine qualities about her. Yeah, you're backpedaling so aggressively spot, right now. Right? Yeah, that's what we do here. Yeah. Um, we enjoy. Uh, you both like music. Uh, mu- music, <laughs> breathing air, yeah. water, twenty water. Yeah, Hy- hydration, sleep. Uh, we both sleep. So we've got a lot of things in common. That sounds <laughs> no. like you have a bright future. We've kind of got a... Uh, I'm a simple man, mm-hmm. I think is what it is. I mean, I would beg to, know, I would beg to differ, but go on. I am a humble construction worker. I swing a hammer all day. <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. She, on the other hand, she's a scientist. She works in a hospital. Her hobbies include astronomy her, her How can astronomy be a hobby? What what does that even mean? She just always. She have a telescope. Not here, but yes, she does own a telescope. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, her f- heroes are astrophysicists, like super out there. And then there's me. Well, we had an extended conversation about Elon Musk at the breakfast. Ever, yeah, I mean, I, are, I try is to that just Is that you doing some reading on the outside to try to keep up with her? Or Yeah, no, do you feel like you can't keep up with her? I try to stay current with, I just try to stay hip with it, with yeah. the kids. Yeah. Um, but, but that's it. That's more like a product of Reddit. Let me ask like you this. When you walk into the shit box, <laughs> is there any party <laughs> that says, man, I'd kind of like living with the guys, just for 10 well, hours? Well, I, I, I know how much you guys pay in rent, which is almost... Nothing. That's and what then, drew me and like Gary to this rat trap. Gary smelled a little food. Trying. I smelled some cheap rent. I decided to come in. I would say it took me two weeks to regret it. <laughs> two weeks? Two, yeah. That's pretty long time. Yeah. Actually. yeah. It's pretty long. Yeah. I'm regretting every time this morning. Literally, <laughs> every time that I'm over at Ghost Place, which is my old place, I look around and just think to myself, why would you ever move out of this place? I say, what would I do with an extra thousand, twelve hundred dollars of disposable income a month living here? Not that much. Probably save, I'd save conservative. Right. I'd save You'd half. save it, yeah. Half, maybe all of it, maybe just half of it. Yeah. Probably buy some pretty irresponsible shit. Like, you have to make yourself comfortable. Yeah, but with here. you being in a relationship, you're not spending as much money on alcohol. No, I spend a lot of money on incidentals. Uh, <laughs> I mean, when you what say incidentals, what do you mean? Go elaborate. I mean, on that a you're bit. just always like, there's like little trips you're doing. You got to go out to dinner. You got to do this and that. You got it's two, not two so sets. How does it work? Two sets of weddings to deal with, which yeah, already yeah. Is, so like when you it's costly. This and that. When I you're mean, going to this, wedding I don't think in Hawaii, I've, I haven't saved any money. When you're going to Hawaii, do you have to pay for her flight? When she it, paid for her flight, but I did pay for the accommodations. Granted. That's fair. I support that. But what, is, what if the she, top, if she doesn't make money? Her. Then you're going to be like, I have to buy her flight there as well. Hey, bud, could I you Venmo me 200 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. 
<laughs> blatantly asking for money, yeah. I take offense to. Sure. But I have no problems with buying anybody anything as a Did you feel the same way at breakfast when I told you to Venmo me $25? I, if that was my you feel hit up? I, no. Yeah, okay, no, good. I, I feel fine. Okay. I just wanted to be clear. We both... Want to make sure I hadn't overstepped my bounds. Do you feel it's weird that we well, asked mean, you to come on and then we immediately brought you to breakfast and then made you pay for the parking? Because we don't have any funding for the... I mean, I thought it was a little... Sh- I thought it was a little cheap, but... <laughs> I mean... Do you I feel... I later found out it was only $2.50 to park, right. so... Well, I knew that really going in. really alleviated a lot of my... I knew that going in. What, you look... You, I'm it, like... We're, we're happy to validate your parking downstairs if you'd like on your way <laughs> I'm out. I'm like parking in my office building, which if you're not a regular parker like myself, who gets it paid for free through work, you're paying like $20 an hour, I shit you not park in this building like yeah. you could you could go you could park your car in my building my office building for a day's work and you it's i think it's like 80 dollars or something for the day it's absurd it's retarded were so, you surprised yeah, when you showed up for the show here with the pros and the hosts of it that you probably had more content than we did is this content this is just banter <laughs> well the audience will determine what's content but for my seat this side of the couch really didn't contribute that much. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of that is because I spent the whole fucking week flying back and forth across the country. It's hard to generate content sitting in the same 737 you've sat in for hundreds of hours this year. I mean, do you do you have like a routine when you get on like, I'm going to put down three beers, maybe cheese platter? They will not serve the beers to you fast enough to even make a difference. And I don't know if it's the altitude or what, but you're getting one or two beers in a five-hour flight, which is not p- really putting a they, dent. Yeah, they don't. Not really putting a dent in the gut here. you got to um, get a pre-buzz. If you're, yeah, I mean, if I, you're on the plane, you have to get the pre-buzz at the airport. A lot of times I'll drink for the full duration of my 10 hours of travel. and. Yeah. It's not, you can't hit a pace that's high enough. You gotta maintain. For you to even come close to the zone. You gotta maintain. So, mostly what I'm concerning. Airplane travel is purely a maintenance. Mostly what I'm concerning myself with is phone battery life. Mm -hmm. That is like your life force. Mm -hmm. That's my only source of entertainment. And two, trying to figure out the angle that I can cock my head back, like without causing permanent spinal damage, but Mm -hmm. still sleep in a coach seat because. Shockingly, the breakfast industry does not have the same travel accommodations that the private equity industry does. Interesting. There is no other time in my life where I'm more happy to be an average-sized male <laughs> than, on an airplane. than traveling in economy class on yeah. an airplane. I'm like, I am 5'10". I wear a size 10 shoe. Uh, I've got a 32 waist. Yeah. 180 pounds. And if something goes on sale, nothing. my size is sold out. Anytime something yeah. goes on sale. If I'm there were like a carry-on bag equivalent for yeah. people, you're fitting right in there. Yeah, I'm right in there. You're not having to ram it in. But you get you get me on an airplane, that seat is made for me. <laughs> I'm the world's most average man. Yeah. <laughs> Take, uh, I, I'd love to be 6'5". I wouldn't like to be 6'5", traveling like on glass. Yeah. Forget about yeah. it. You also probably wouldn't like to be 400 pounds, which I saw a number of people that fit that bill uh, coming out of Syracuse. You also have that little bit of anxiety, though, when you're sitting there and waiting for that middle seat to fall off. Oh, God. And you're like, let this not be a tank. Yeah. I've got a knock on some 
fucking would. I've had the best luck with that. Uh, I have not had a lot of... My biggest thing is the etiquette with the elbows. So if I'm if I'm sitting in the middle, do I get both? I Fuck. Technically, no. you should. You, sh- you should get one. I should get one? You should get one. Everyone should get one. First of all, let's quickly go around and just without revealing ahead of time, without bias, window or aisle? Aisle. 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 And I'm glad we all said that. But, <laughs> wait, but... <laughs> Ten years ago, what would you have said? Ten years ago? Twenty years ago? Ten years ago. Maybe window, I don't know. Okay. Window. Ten years ago, I would have been 20 and I would have still said aisle. I would have said window 100% because I didn't I didn't need to pee three times during the flight before I could make it through the whole <laughs> flight. So I, I wanted to go to the window so I could just pass out. No, I, I still... Uh, okay, I'm not a sleeper. No, I made that transition. You, you know, you asked... Or let's bring this around full circle. You asked when I knew I was getting older... I was probably 25 or 26, and it was mm-hmm. when I was in the middle of a fight, and I was like, damn, I really need to pee right now, because I had like a sip of water or whatever on like a three-hour flight, and I'm like, mm, maybe I need to start getting that aisle. Now, maybe now I know what people are talking about when they get over there. I like the aisle because I drink a lot of liquids yeah. on a flight. I like to be unencumbered when I get up to go to the bathroom, yeah. but also last on, first off, I mean... It's I'm just, just getting greedy just, trying to do that. It's it, you, you need to take care of business, okay? Yeah. You, business is happening in the aisle. Mm-hmm. The window seat is for children, okay? That's where that's where you look out the window. You press your forehead up against it. It's ridiculous. You okay? can we're, sleep we're over there, and you don't yeah. get hit by the cart because it doesn't matter the cart, how you always get hit. By it the doesn't cart. matter how far in you try to get. You're never in far enough, and it comes through. Uh, I'm gonna just throw the e-brake on this discussion right now. I think it might be time to kind of wrap to. it up. I mean, one, I'm going to open the report card by saying I want to promise to the listeners that we don't discuss airlines again. Okay. Yeah. Because that's a confined space. Only so much can happen in there. We've talked it's done. way too fucking much. Airplane about it. food. What's the deal with that? <laughs> Very funny, Zone. <laughs> two, for the report card, I think there's only one choice here. I'm going to rank you on a spectrum of Spirit Airlines to Private Jet. Okay. Um, and I'd like to rate Zone first. I'm going to give Zone a Southwest Airlines, but stay with me. Okay. Stay <laughs> yeah, with I like me. Southwest, so that's a compliment Good. in my book. Okay, for me, I think Southwest is a shitbag airline, but I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the aspects of it that I think you really shown through today. Southwest puts the onus really on you. That's right. You got to board yourself. You got to find your place in line where you're supposed to board. You got to find your own fucking seat. I'm, I would be surprised if they don't just put like a fucking, you know, one of those self-serve fountains in the back where you go and get your own beverages. Southwest is the democracy. There, there's no caste system. Unlike other airlines in Southwest. Okay, I think what you're describing is communism, not democracy. In democracy, I sit in the front of the plane, you sit yeah. in the fucking no, back. There's a cast, That's democracy. There's a caste system. If, yeah. you're boarding, if you're boarding group five on United, you know you're a low class. Yeah, you're shit. fucked. Yeah. 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 Whereas Southwest, any, any man has an opportunity. That's democracy. Right. So, I, uh, one, I think you exemplify that. The other thing I'm going to say is... You're responsible for a lot of things there. You had to bring your own content today. You had to bring your own willpower. You had to carry a fair amount of the show. Yeah. 
When you're on United Airlines, you know, flying 1K or whatever, they practically pick your ass up and put you in that seat. That's not you. No. You're a man of the people. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Seamus, yeah. Seamus, your thoughts? Yeah, I was pretty silent today. Not much uh, contribution. But in terms of airlines, I'd rate you Delta. Looks nice on paper, but at the core, just kind of a shitty um, airline. That's kind of what I would do. Didn't start. You put a lot of thought into that, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, like on paper, you look like a presentable human being, and then once you get deep into it and see the nuances, is nuances. Same piece of shit. To each their own. What if you need to go to Atlanta? Whatever. Then you're gonna have to deal with me. I have no need to go to Atlanta. No, I will probably never go to Atlanta. No, this is a metaphor for our relationship. Atlanta is not just a city, my friend's state of mind. <laughs> That's all I got for you, buddy. Zone, would you like to rate Seamus? <sighs> Let's see here. Actually, when I said would you like to, I meant you have to rate Seamus. Oh, okay. Seamus uh, is probably like one of those off-brand uh, airlines... Mostly commuter, not not jet propulsion. We're talking propeller propulsion. Skywest. Yeah, like one of those Some like props. frontier. They do a couple great, props. Yeah, so it's a turboprop plane. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the airline is called, but I'm just gonna say he's metaphorically speaking, he's he's a turboprop. And put it, both you, both you guys are turboprops. Okay, you're you're going you're going A to B. Well, you can't re-rate. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. No. <laughs> We don't have re-ratings on the show. I'm sorry. It's real, real personal. You got to cut you off it's, there. It's personal. It's one of those. It's one of those airlines. All where They don't have a proper door. It's just a curtain, so you know what's happening. All decisions oh are God, final. Man. I'm Wait, just kidding. The you ratings. I think that's it. The ratings have been issued. You know, the gauntlet has been thrown and accepted by the zone. We look forward to bringing some other listeners and other guests on the show. You're going to be hard-pressed to be more interesting than The Zone is, although he wasn't able to fully showcase his wares here. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, first-time guest. Um, not to be the last time, though. I think that uh, I think we can uh, you know, continue this. So I think you'll be seeing some more people rotate in on the show, um, and you know, we'll see what the right approach is. As always, we welcome your feedback. Don't talk about how we talk about arrow lines too much because we already fucking know that we do that. All right, thanks. Till next time.